This is the Ezra Podcast. And we're talking about a big night in women's boxing. I always talk about boxing and where's the growth going to come from? Where are we going to see the next few years where this sport can even expand even more, grow even more? And that's why leagues have commissioners. Commissioners are there to grow the league. They're not there to just keep uh, where it's at. They're not. That, that's not what they're doing. Even the NFL, which has the biggest audience of any sport, right in America, is still constantly looking to grow the league. It's still look constantly looking to grab new viewers, to keep viewers, and to grow on its viewers, and to grab young viewers, and um, to grab women viewers. They, 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 this is what they're trying to do. This is the. That's what a commissioner does. And in boxing, I always wanted to was curious where's the growth going to come from. Now. Um, network deals, which I've always have stated how positive that they are have been for boxing. And I know I grew up with HBO, I grew up with Showtime, I understand how great that era was. But network deals have given fighters so much more opportunities, and especially the lower weights have got, gotten way more attention because of network deals because they need to fill this space, they have to put on so many cards. And if you want world-class boxing, right, and you want it consistently, you're going to have to go to the lower weights because they're not the most expensive, right? They're definitely uh, more affordable. There's some of the best fighters in the world are there. You're consistently going to get – you can make entertaining matchups, right? Well, another place that I thought people wasn't getting enough attention and um, just started toward like kind of towards the end of HBO's run and definitely DAZN and now Showtime um, – I'm sorry, ESPN uh, is – Diving in with top rank and matchroom and golden boy is women's boxing. Women's boxing now, and especially the year it's having, especially working off Serrano Taylor, which to me is still fight of the year, in my opinion. Um, it has a real room for growth and real room to build off of something, and definitely gonna get the opportunities that it you know deserves, honestly. And you can see the skill level going up, you can see the talent going up, you can see the level of athlete going up in women's boxing. So this weekend we have a card that's first of all it's an all-women's card. And there's two massive fights, uh women fights on there. You got Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall, right? At 160 pounds. And you have Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Bumgarner. And it's gonna be at 100 and to be exact. Here, I want to make sure I'm exact on this. I want to say it's at 130, but this is at 130 pounds. Yes, that's correct. At 130 pounds. And these are fights that are evenly matched up. They're at a very high level, and they really um They really uh, have good build to them. They have good skill in the ring. It's good talent. So let's get to the first fight, the main event, Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. Now, Savannah Marshall uh, beat Clarissa Shields in the amateur. I guess that's kind of like the build up here, right? Is that, oh, she beat her in the amateurs. Um, you see that used a lot. Uh, they especially use that in a lot of matches that are usually tune-ups, right, or uh, stay busy fights. They need to get a guy that and build a storyline there. They'll be like, oh, this guy beat you in the amateurs. Maybe you could fight him here. He's not that high level of a pro. But we use that the fact that you're trying to get advantage for the amateurs, right? That's usually what that happens here. I do think Savannah Marshall can, is pretty skilled, though. Now, she definitely does things that maybe you wouldn't train. Definitely have more of a natural talent, but I also show, think that shows. Um, I also think that that shows how 
how good she really is. The, the fact that she has does stuff that is natural to her, right? That she is loose, that she doesn't have to second guess the actions, that she is so long and she does have some pop to her. Even though I know that she's finding a lot of girls that with uh really bad records, right? Or what people use is kind of like cans, right? To build a record. Yes, she has those. But even when she stepped up, the two fights I seen her step up in, her power stood there. And you could tell that she has power. You could tell that she doesn't need a lot behind it to get her power. And you know, she does throw wasted shots, but it's just to kind of distract you before she sets in, like, between a big shot. She does things that, like, she switches in front of you. Um, she does lose her back leg behind her. And she gets, like, kind of, like, awkward spots. Now, she's never really faced anyone close to Carissa Shields' level. That's the truth. And Carissa Shields is the best woman fighter in the world. But Carissa Shields does have a few distractions going on. I mean, she is making an attempt to switch to MMA. And even though she is far beyond all her competition little slip-ups like that could happen where she's not as sharp as she once was when she was just focusing on boxing and remember you're mixing in kicks mixing in different ranges it could throw you off um you know just not being as sharp as crucial shields usually is now i don't think crucial shields is a hard puncher at all she's having a hard puncher in mma she's not a hard puncher in boxing and it gets a person like savannah marshall who i, I think if crucial shields fights controlled pace chooses her shots she should be able to win a majority of the rounds. But because she doesn't have power, and because sometimes Savannah Marshall is good at riding shots and working her way inside and, and trading in between shots, she's always going to have opportunity in this fight. And I think that that fight could get very interesting. Now, it's also very interesting what how Christian Shields reacts to just the length of it all. Does it give her any problems? Because to me, Christian Shields, if she's picking shots, she's using her speed, using her balance, I think she should be able to pick... Savannah Marshall um, apart a little bit in rounds, right? At least enough to get the decision, right? Enough to win each round. The problem is that sometimes Shields does get a little bit greedy, right? And she'll really go for something. And she just doesn't have the power to really go for something in this fight, in my opinion. And I think if she does get greedy and she does the thing where she kind of flurries from too far away and kind of like runs in, she could really get caught with some big shots from uh, Marshall, especially her left hook. Now, I... Like I said, if she if Shields gets stuck at range, it'll be interesting if she has to force it. Because if she has to start forcing her offense, I think she could really get in trouble in this fight. Now, if Christian Shields can pick her shots in the middle of the ring, stay in the middle of the ring, use her legs to keep, um, you know, to be able to cut the distance by circling, right? Using her fa uh, fast footsteps to get around Savannah Marshall, to turn her while, and while you turn her, you're cutting off the distance and kind of keeping her off balance. I think that's her best chance. Of, that's her, not her best chance. That's the way she should win this fight, right? She should win this fight by having Savannah Marshall not being able to stand in front of her, having Savannah Marshall not being able to use her legs when she wants to, and kind of having Savannah Marshall a step behind the whole time. And her using just like her strength and balance to beat Savannah Marshall. Now, like I said, if she gets greedy or she gets um, stuck on the outside and she does have problems with Savannah Marshall's length, Right. And the Mar Marshall's length and then her being able to come in and close the distance kind of gets Shields kind of flurrying like she she can at times. She even does the same May at times. She just flurries. I think that she could be in trouble in this fight. Now, I'm going to choose, I'm going to pick Clarissa Shields to win this fight, but I'm going to pick it with a controlled performance. Like I said, if it gets out of control for her, if she gets greedy or she just having trouble with length, having trouble to read Savannah Marshall when she's far away and then all the way inside because she does do that. 
she could have a lot of problems in this fight. I know that it. I get it when people are saying like, "Oh, Shields is just going to be far superior to Marshall." I think she should be able to win. Uh, um, I think she should be able to win these rounds, but I do think she's going to have problems in this fight, and I do think that there is going to be some times where she gets hit pretty clean, and we are going to see. I think Shields' uh, ch- chin tested. I think you are going to see her in a tough fight here. Do I think she she could get a stoppage in this fight? I think it would have to be later in the fight. I think it would have to take really um, all her punches adding up and damage adding up later, later in the fight for her to get a stoppage. But I could see her winning a decision. I'm going to pick her to win a decision in this fight. I think it's going to be a tough fight. I think it's going to be one of Shield's toughest fights. And I think especially because I don't think she'll be maybe at her sharpest in this fight. And I'm curious if any frustration or any anger or because of the buildup of this fight causes her to maybe get out of her game a little bit. And let Savannah Marshall get working on the inside and let Savannah Marshall be able to punch in between the flurries because that's what she doesn't want. She doesn't want to get trading. She wants to be able to pick her spots and her choose when she goes, right? And not continuous flow where she leaves openings for Marshall to start getting her game going where she's, you know, touching with shots and then mixing a big hook in or mixing a big straight right in. Um, also watch the Mar- uh, Savannah Marshall has touched it. She kind of touches you, right? She's touching you, touching you. It doesn't look like much. It looks like she's kind of like playing with you. And then she sticks a hard shot in there. She doesn't need a lot of motion to get a lot of her hard shots. In that. She can stick it in between the light touches. So that's what I'm saying when Shields has to be under control because she might feel something, feel like this is nothing. And then come in and she might be walking into something big. So it all has to be under control. I think the Shields jab is going to be very important in this fight. The Shields movement circling her, uh, Savannah Marshall so she doesn't get comfortable and start moving her legs. She constantly has to be adjusting to shields and as shields turns her she slowly cuts the distance then she's in catches her wraps up gets distance spread out again jab jab you know that's why i think the shields game has to be if it gets to a point where she's kind of letting marshall get comfortable in there that's the last thing she wants she wouldn't want marshall getting comfortable getting the rhythm of her game she doesn't want to get in exchanges with her and she doesn't want to get stuck on the outside it's going to be a lot of movement from shields i don't think that it could be a staring match I think it has to be Shields boxing a very good fight to win a decision here. Like I said, I do think there will be worrisome moments for her, but I'm going to take her to win a decision here. On the undercard, this is a very good fight, very evenly matched fight. Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Baumgartner um, unifying their belts. Oh, the Clarissa Shields and um, Marshall is for undisputed. Uh, but... Mayor and Bumgarner. Uh, Bumgarner hopped onto the scene and really popped into the scene when she knocked out Terry Harper. She, uh, to me, when I, I seen her knock out Terry Harper, I thought I saw that what could be a future star boxing, um, what could be really the biggest star women's boxing has probably ever produced. I really think I see that with Lisa Bumgarner. Now, I do think that we saw Terry Harper knock out and we assumed that she has uh, great power. I don't know if she has great power. I think she has good power. But I don't know if she has great power. I don't think that if she for sure lands, you're going to sleep. I don't think that's the case. Now, I think she's a very well-rounded fighter. I think she has athleticism that we don't see in women's boxing often. I don't think that maybe besides like Clarissa Shields, um, Baumgartner, and maybe Katie Taylor are like the best athletes um, in boxing. Just as far as like natural ability, explosion, speed, Baumgartner is up there. And she might be uh, above uh, Katie Taylor. And maybe on level shields, or maybe even above her too, as well. She she's a special level uh, type of athlete. Now you got Michaela Mayer, who is a natural fighter, is almost like if she was built to fight, and she has a natural feel for fighting, a natural feel for offense. 
That's the truth of it. She has a natural feel for offense. It is loose. It is um it is kind of like active. She's very active with her offense. She has a good punch output. She's constantly flowing. She has good cardio. She was just in a fight that, you know, a year ago it could have been like fight of the year. And with Bumgarner, who is more selective with her shots, more looking to set you up, more looking to counter, it's a very interesting fight because Mayer's going to get after her. Now, Mayer, I think, doesn't have great defense at all, especially on the inside. I think she has terrible defense on the inside. I think she she really actually falls apart in her position on the inside. Now, Bumgarner is good, but I've never really seen her commit to the inside like that. She kind of wants to stay on the outside and respond. I would be very curious to see if they try to test Meyer on the inside. Now, I'm not saying that Meyer offense is good on the inside because her offense is good on the inside. Her offense is good at mid-range, uh, at range, or in the inside. It's very good, but it's just her defense has a lot of holes in it. It's almost non-existent. It's almost her offense is her defense. And Alicia Bumgarner has good defense. She's more well-rounded. And she does have more pop than uh, Meyer. I don't, think, I don't think Meyer has good pop at all. So Meyer's just going to look to outwork you, to put it on you, and it's going to be interesting if her chin's going to hold up against Bumgarner, who I think has power, like I said, not great power, but has power and is able to pick shots and will counter Meyer in this fight. I think this is a good matchup as far as like two conflicting styles that I think are going to mesh well and lead to an entertaining fight. I wouldn't be surprised if Mayer takes a lot of early rounds in this fight, but I think the damage will eventually start adding up. I think that you cannot leave this many openings for uh, a fighter like Bumgarner, who is explosive with her counter punches. I think Bumgarner breaks her down in this fight. I think she loses a good number of early rounds breaks her down with counter punching. Uh, Meyer leaving too much openings. I wouldn't be surprised if Bumgarner tests the inside on this fight and gets the stoppage. I'm going to say in the eighth round of this fight. I think this fight's going to be very entertaining. I think it would be more entertaining than the main event. I think it's going to be very competitive. I think it'll, at times it'll break out into all that war. I just don't think Meyer's going to be able to hold up. With the shots that Bumgarner is bringing back to her. Now, if uh, Meyer does win this fight, I think that it'll be because Bumgarner is just outworked. And I don't think that she, maybe she doesn't like the pressure. She doesn't like the, the um, being forced into the offense. And maybe she'll get out of her game a little bit. But just the, um, the activity that Meyer has and the pinpoint shots of Meyer, because, you know, Bumgarner, I said, is athletically gifted and superior to, uh, a lot of women fighters, but she's also facing someone that could almost match, like uh, at least just like the comfortability and the high level of fighter that Meyer and Bumgarner are. They're both facing something that they probably never faced before, right? They never faced before, never seen. So they've never, I guarantee they never sparred no one. They never trained with anyone that was at their level like this. This is the first time they're both going to see it. So you're going to see who can respond at this level, right? You're going to, who can respond when they're being matched athletically, they're being matched skill wise, and there's just natural ability is equal in there. That's when you're going to see what like a true champion is. It's like the other things. It's the other thing. It's not just what your technique is. It's not just what your um, speed or power is. It's like what's your durability, what's your, your mental strength, 
your fatigue, your stamina, all those things, you're going to see those tested in this fight. And that's where it gets really interesting. Like I said, I'm going to pick Bumgarner and Stoppage in this fight, but I'm curious to see if uh, Mayor touching her up early, if it does something to her, if she falls apart. Can she stay strong enough to lose the first few rounds and stay comfortable and say, like, I'm still going to be able to get my shots. I, I got to stay positive. I'm going to still apply my game, not fall apart, not get out of my game in this fight. I think it's a very interesting card. I think it's, you know, hopefully it doesn't get delayed. Uh, the the Queen of England passed away, and a lot of times they, they delay the sports or they cancel sports, and they push it off until, like, a morning period. So I'm hoping this fight still goes on. We're going to see. I was going to hold off on the breakdown for it. Because I wasn't sure if it was going to happen, but there's no uh, news and I don't want to miss out on giving a breakdown for this fight. Thank you guys for listening. This has been wrong. What? This has been the Ezra podcast. Peace.